Welcome, everybody, to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch. I'm by. So, some consolidated topics this week, not nearly as much, especially when compared to our huge avalanche of news last week. Uh, but let's start with some new game announcements and updates nonetheless. Well, we have a release date uh, for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, um, which is the follow-up to Borderlands 3 Borderlands spinoff. That's just Borderlands, but fantasy. Um, it is launching in March of t- March 25th, 2022. Um, we also do have a gameplay reveal trailer for it that um, very fittingly has baby metal uh, as the musical <laughs> accompaniment for the trailer. So. If you want to check out some gameplay for Wonderlands, you can go ahead and do that and find that on YouTube. And I got to say, it looks like Borderlands, but with axes and bows and arrows and all of your typical fantasy tropes. Doesn't doesn't Tiny Tina also narrate as if she's a DM? Yes. Yes, she does. Like that. That alone makes me super interested in the game. (laughs) And uh, another great thing about it is characters themselves are gone instead you get to create a character and choose from six varying classes and mix and match abilities for it which sounds fantastic so awesome no more fighting over who gets to be who very nice so yeah it's uh pretty much just a full game take on the expansion borderlands 2 um whatever it was where she's playing bunkers and badasses with everyone so Mm -hmm. also this might yes. be a game we should uh, we should all get and then oh I'm stream. getting it oh I'm getting it also we uh, have Uncharted Four and Lost Legacy being remastered for PC and PS Five so uh, this seems to be coming from Naughty Dog itself uh, and then a PC version um, from Iron Galaxy who is doing the a PC port of it uh, shortly after whichever that means so yeah here's he'll be a couple more Sony games on uh, PC um, platforms probably both Epic and Steam since PlayStation Studios has their own Steam profile so hmm. we also have quite a large Square Enix uh, TGS 2021 online lineup um we have Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend, which has already been announced, Deep Insanity Asylum, Dragon Quest X, uh, Dragon Quest 10 Offline, as well as Dragon Quest 10 Online. Um, don't know the difference there. Uh, Final Fantasy Brave XVS, Final Fantasy 7 The First Soldier, Final Fantasy 14 Forspoken, Imperial Saga Eclipse, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Project Triangle Strategy, Romancing Saga Reuniverse. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, War of the Visions, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. So, yeah, be plenty of stuff to check out there. A couple of new titles like Imperial Saga Eclipse, um, Project Triangle Strategy, a new Romancing Saga, as well as a couple things we've already seen, seen about, just more updates on them. And Darkest Dungeon 2 launches October 26th via Early Access. Uh, this is a follow-up to Darkest Dungeon um, which is a fantastic little uh, RPG that I recommend everyone play. Um, however, I'm sad to say that it's launching via early access on the Epic Games Store. I hate that place. 
for as much as you hate it, I don't seem to have any problems with it, and they give me a lot of really good free games. I already own all those free games. Well, I, I don't have a Steam library with four digits in the amount of games. <laughs> oh, God, it just grows. So That's I appreciate said. the free games. <laughs> um, so who knows if this is going to launch elsewhere, but uh, it probably will. Usually Epic Game Store exclusives will launch on Steam at some point. It could just be early access only on the Epic Game Store. Nothing, nothing else. Uh, that's a that's a movie headline thing. So I'll hold off on that. We also have a delay for Battlefield 2042. Um, it is being delayed until November. Uh, originally, it was supposed to launch on October 22nd, but it will now be launching November 19th, 2021. Um, just some quality of life things uh, that they're changing. So who knows? Just polishing it a bit more. Um, I don't know about launching it after COD, especially considering their track record over the past few games, but mm-hmm. that's their decision. Yeah. We also have a uh, <laughs> a list of leaked games and used for internal tracking and testing, which NVIDIA themselves have issued a statement on this list of linked games, leaked games. And this is quite a big list. Um, A lot of this stuff are new unannounced games as well as. heard much of a final fantasy tactics remaster final fantasy 11 remake kingdom hearts 4 uh resident evil 4 remake street fighter 6 dragon's dogma 2 monster hunter 6 which is probably rise um that one's already been confirmed coming to pc at a later date grand theft auto remasters bioshock 2022 mirrors edge remaster a new respawn game titanfall 3 tekken 8 the talus principle 2 crisis 4 Batman Arkham Knight Remaster, XCOM 3, Injustice 3 Gods Will Fall, which is a leak, Destroy All Humans 3, Sniper Elite 5, City Skylines 2, Fight for Middle Earth, Mortal Kombat 12, um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, as well as Helldivers 2. Um, Specifically, the PlayStation games that were on this list were the God of War from 2018, Horizon Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, Returnal, Demon's Souls, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, Sackboy Big Adventure, and Ghost of Tsushima. So, yeah, NVIDIA, yeah, that's quite a list there. Specifically those Sony games, which I'd definitely play at that point. It seems weird. I'm looking at a list. It seems weird that it would it would do Final Fantasy nine remake because it seems like if they're going to remake one next, it would be eight. I don't know why they would just skip one. Um, maybe they're doing something more with eight. It's probably it's probably because they've also got that uh, Final Fantasy nine TV series that they're working mm. on. What it even, wouldn't surprise me if it's connected to that. It, it even Plus, says this list also here. says it could be a reference to the yeah. remaster of nine as opposed to the remakes. So yeah, could, this is a list from NVIDIA themselves that has been uh, ha- when they were hacked into, stolen, then leaked. So it could have just been some weird mm-hmm. nomenclature on their part. It's true. Are, are we going to go over so, uh, NVIDIA's statement? Uh, yes. 
NVIDIA is aware of an unauthorized published game list with both released and or speculative titles used only for internal tracking and testing. Inclusion on the list is neither confirmation nor <laughs> an announced any game. NVIDIA nice. took immediate action to remove access to the list. No confidential game builds or personal information were exposed. Hmm. So those are the games they're planning to be able to support if they come out. Yeah. That seems There's, like a really specific list of games. Hmm, yeah, it is a very specific list of games. Um, generally, especially if companies and developers want their games to look best, they don't rely only upon the software packages being given to them and able to be used by them from chip manufacturers such as AMD and specifically NVIDIA with DLSS capabilities as well as the ray tracing and stuff on NVIDIA's side. So they'll send them out there oh. and have them test it and come up with this stuff. So that's where these lists would come from. Um, specifically, the Sony games, however, there's no reason for NVIDIA to have any sort of testing data on them unless they're coming to PC because consoles use AMD mm -hmm. chip architecture. So I think I know where this Call of Duty one's coming from, though, because one of them says Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Remaster. And it said this in here. It's recently this was recently debunked by Activision. Um, and I remember seeing uh, rumors that the next Call of Duty, not 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 Val or not 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 Vanguard, not the one coming out, but 2022 uh, is supposed to that be another modern. One. Yeah, it's supposed to be another modern warfare with price. So it could be reference to that. And speaking of that, yeah, there were some leaks on uh, the next modern warfare, um, completely nullifying modern warfare Two, mm -hmm. which, you know, modern warfare nullified the original one. It's supposed to be Captain Price taking on international drug cartels. So yep. do with that what you will. <laughs> so that's some of our game updates. What about console updates and such? Well, there's a there is a new update for the Nintendo Switch. It uh, adds Bluetooth audio capabilities, something it's been able to do since it launched, but has been locked away behind the uh, <laughs> software. <laughs> so they enabled that finally. Um, but apparently there's a chance that it could uh, have some not so great consequences on the system performance. Oh, I figured out why the devs turned it off. Oh, <laughs> we just told you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so apparently this doesn't happen on every system, but some people are seeing their uh, wake up from sleep time increase to over 10 seconds. F. F for sure. Um, there are also issues. That there's also been issues with uh, not all Bluetooth headsets work um it it's it's having trouble pairing with some headsets where it'll do a uh a false pair so that it says it's connected but it won't be mm -hmm. I'm, I'm putting so. this i'm putting this whole story together in my head where a project manager's like we need this feature we need this feature the devs are like we're trying and the deadline came up they're like it's fucked it's all fucked just toggle it off <laughs> Yeah, so I've, I've good luck with your switches. I've worked Hopefully. on these teams that I've just I've seen this situation happen in real life and I'm watching it unfold. And uh. yeah, so I I just got the update like 
now. I just finished downloading it, and I'm I'm going to test it out a little bit later to see how it does with my uh, my Bluetooth headset. Mm. Nice. What do you got, Sasquatch? Um, turns out that the PlayStation Five Digital Edition has a firmware that blocks disk drives. So if you decide hmm. to get fancy and for some reason pull off, you know, disc versions, PlayStation 5's uh, Blu-ray disc and attach it, not only would you have to, the, the motherboards are completely identical minus the digital edition missing the connector pins, which you could easily reinstall yourselves. It's a, a simple hand soldering thing. But there is firmware on the motherboard that blocks your PlayStation from reading the drive. So Seems you can't go doing that. Yeah, it seems very unnecessary considering like they, it's <laughs> they make op they make like USB connected optical drives. Like you'd think they would make a and like Sony makes them. Like you could buy a an a, a USB optical drive from Sony. So you'd think they would just manufacture an a and maybe maybe this is a lead up to that so that you can only use theirs. Maybe they're gonna manufacture some sort of new um external optical drive and like well if you buy the playstation external optical optical drive then i don't know it's speculation it's really it's really dumb um but yeah so for some reason you come across a place a broken playstation 5 and take the disc drive and uh, the blu-ray disc drive and decide to try to attach it to your Digital version, after hand soldering on your new connector pins, um, you won't be able to run it. Like, it provides power to it, but there is a block, uh, a, a software block, a firmware block that's not letting the console actually read the data on the disk, so. F to whoever discovered this the hard way. Um, it was just a dude fucking around. He fucked around and found out. So yeah. I mean, if he did, he was able to do this. He's obviously going to be able to put the disc drive back on the other PlayStation Five. But I want to point out, this man has two PS Fives and you have none. But I mean, just all that much effort to be like, ah, oh, firmware blocked. <laughs> also, we have an a major update coming to the PS Five. Um, it is going, the, the major software updates are going to be 3D audio speaker support as well as SSD storage expansions. So, yeah, yes. actually, that launched yesterday. So, um, there's a few UI updates as well. The control center can now be customized. <clears throat> Messages can be sent directly from game base. PS5 and PS4 versions of the same game will now get separate slots in the library. Screen reader controls are being added. PlayStation Now players can choose between 720p and 1080p streaming, which is probably a good thing. Mm. Accolades are being expanded to include one for leader. Uh, Challenge card completions will be automatically recorded, and a new trophy tracker tool will allow you to check your trophy statuses easier. So, aside from the uh, hardware updates there, you get a few software updates as well. Very nice. Also, you can now stream Xbox Series X and S games to your PC. The Xbox Game Pass console uh, titles are now coming to the cloud as well. So, uh, yeah, your Xbox app will now officially allow you to stream Xbox Cloud uh, outside of the. Uh, I forget what their what their mode is. Their, their special their insider program. Mm-hmm. Prior, it was just available to in Xbox insiders uh, for the Xbox app on PC, but now it is available for all to use. Um, this is also allowing you to remotely play your games from your consoles as well. So, yeah, you get a, access to a few more games now as well. Solid. 
All right. And I think that's it for the console updates. Yeah. Uh, I got no more. Yeah. So let's talk about some legal debacles this week. So the uh, the Apple and Epic case is finally over. However, um, Apple, Apple wins the money. However, they are ordered to allow people to use allow companies to use alternate payment methods on their platform that they pay for. So, yeah, um, a judge finally ruled in the case. Um, there was a minor injunction in Epic's favor that allows them to accept allows Epic themselves and other developers on its platform to link outside payment options within their apps. However, they said, Epic, you fucked up. This was not part of the agreement. You owe them all this money Apple says you owe them. So, yeah, this is the only case that Epic won in this was all developers now accept outside payment sources. Um, No idea if this will allow... I'm sure Apple will be able to say any outside payment sources going through here through our services will be respond will be entitled to this much of a cut. So, uh, yeah, that case is finally over. Hmm. Twitch is also suing two users for their part in the recent hate raids going across the site. Um, there were a few bots that would follow, steal IPs, and then raid with more bots. Uh, and then just spam chats with racial slurs, um, other inflammatory words, just general harassment, which was causing quite a huge issue. Um, and uh, Twitch in a tweet said, no one, should, no one should have to experience malicious or hateful attacks based on who they are, what they stand for. This is not the community we want on Twitch, and we want you to know we are working hard to make Twitch a safer place for creators. We've seen a lot of conversation about botting, hate raids, and other forms of harassment, targeting marginalized creators. You're asking us to do better and we know we need to do more to address the issue that includes an open and ongoing dialogue about creator safety um that's been the thing that's been going on on twitch since they launched a lot of the new tags um most specifically like the lgbtqa plus i think that's what it says lgbtqia plus uh generally anyone using those tags was being targeted by these bots uh about three thousand bots in fact um so yeah cruise control and creatine overdose are the the controllers of these bots and they're being sued by twitch so we also have chinese players um quote players have been review bombing the new life is strange two colors game um over the appearance of the tibetan flag in the game Wait, so we wait, got another... wait, wait, can you say that again a little slower? Chinese players, and I put players in quotes because Chinese nationalists are players, let alone even human beings. Um, they have started review bombing Life is Strange, True Colors, over the Tibetan flag appearing in the game itself. Uh... Yes. Oh, uh... I mean, Chinese nationalists are are crazy, crazy people. Crazy people. You got to be super crazy to support your government in that sort of manner. Yeah, wow. That's fierce. Holy they, should, uh, they should probably spend their whole hour of gaming time doing <laughs> We also have China calling for less effeminate men in video games. 
Um, the Chinese government <laughs> is slowing down approving games as well. And they're also, um, while they're battling gaming addiction because it's an opiate for the soul or the I don't know. What the fuck are you said, doing, China? They're also considering effeminate men in video games a failing moral situation. Oh, fuck's sake. So this is a broad scope. I don't whatever they decide an effeminate man is. I mean, whatever. <laughs> China. Uh, did, I don't. I have no words. I don't know. Uh, China's China's a special place. China is like the EA of countries. I wonder what. Uh, oh come on, they're way worse. <laughs> They're like the Chinese gacha developer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what they consider an effeminate man, man specifically, but it's probably targeting more of MMOs where you can make more um, considerably more effeminate men than other things like Slender Elves or Final Fantasy 14 would be a great example. The Cap Boys. Bunny Boys. The uh, incoming male Vieras. Yeah. Yeah. Probably what they're targeting. Can't have your people liking Bunny Boys. Um, (laughs) A while ago, uh, ex-Bungie composer Marty O'Donnell uh, sued Bungie and Activision for distributing music that he helped compose on their games when he was under contract with them. Um, he actually was just forced to pay $100,000 in legal fees uh, to Activision and Bungie for being contempt of the courts. Oh, shit. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, he, he, had a, he began this lawsuit in 2014, um, and he accused Activision of meddling in his deal with Bungie and all of the work he did for Bungie. Um, however, in 2019, uh, he started sharing that music that wasn't technically his again, and he was found in contempt of the court. So uh, this was, I mean, Bungie and Activision aren't even working together anymore, and they won against him. So yeah this happened in uh king county actually here in washington so but yeah he uh was told he had to remove all destiny and music of sears audio from the internet um which he did previously and then he put them back online to claim ownership over them and he was found in contempt of the court and uh yeah he lost his case because he was (laughs) dumb hmm And what other interesting headlines you got for us this week? Um, well, since the GPU market's so bad, uh, NVIDIA is going to start manufacturing RTX 2060s again. Yeah. It's using an, it's, it's using an older chipset, um, one that is currently we have chips for. So they're going <laughs> to start manufacturing these cards again to, you know, pump them out, give people access to new cards, which Something's you know, 2060 super. And that's an RTX 2060 isn't bad. It's it's a good card. It's their their latest. It's one of the last versions of the 20XX sets that they released. So, Mm. Um, Tales of Arise uh, has surpassed one million copies sold within its first week, which is uh, the fastest for a Bandai Namco game, especially a JRPG as well. So, uh, it's also there's a boot. There's a fiery booba sword, so you gotta check it out for just that. 
Uh, it's a it's a by far the fastest selling game of the Tales series and the fastest selling JRPG for Bandai Namco, which it's Bandai Namco. All they do is sell JRPGs mm. and uh, and Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> well, that's not a JRPG. No, but it is a Bandai Namco game. Um, also, in odd news, a driver live action series based on the video game franchise is in the works from Binge Studios and Ubisoft. Hmm. Um, so get ready for your video game Fast and the Furious knockoff. <laughs> nice. Here's a quote coming from Ubisoft, um, from Krynik at Ubisoft, who's the head of their film and television development group we're always open to new vehicles for storytelling so we're thrilled to partner with binge an exciting new platform that's uniquely dedicated to creating premium entertainment for gaming fans our mission at ubisoft is to bring our games to life in new exciting ways and create content set in the world culture and community of gaming working with binge will allow us to deliver a driver series directly to the audience who is most passionate about seeing this franchise come to life Having the opportunity to adapt Driver alongside the team at Ubisoft Film and Television is a dream come true, added Ungar, who works at Binge. Um, as longtime fans of the franchise, we're excited to deliver an original, premium, and rich storytelling experience that will take fans and newcomers on a thrilling ride. Um, the, the game series is just about driving a car, so being an undercover cop, so who knows. But uh, yeah, so there's a new Ubisoft delving into the television and movie uh avenues for releasing content so here's their next step is a little streaming tv series so nice well it looks like that's gonna wrap up our news for this week uh what have you been playing there sasquatch um tales of rise gotta get that fiery booba sword action going nice um what else? Some Valorant, the Call of Duty Vanguard beta just earlier today, as well as probably more into this weekend as that comes out. Uh, I actually haven't touched Final Fantasy 14. Uh, not much. Mostly Tales of Arise and Valorant. Oh, wow. It looks like we traded places then because for once I've actually been able to do a little bit of gaming and I've been hitting some of my casual games that I haven't had a chance to. Uh, in a while and i've still done my normal runescape and final fantasy thing runescape i've almost got my archaeology maxed out and i finally just before the podcast finished getting all of my white script gear for my crafters maxed out to the uh to the highest white scripts that are out now um but I also uh, started playing Plague Inc. quite a bit more. Uh, got through all of the uh, the main scenarios on that, and now I'm starting to do some brutal modes. Started getting back into my Command and Conquer remastered. Uh, played a little bit more Gauntlet, a little bit more Raiden Three, and I think that's about it. How about you, Doc? <clears throat> Oh, well, I did it after, uh, what, 18 years? I beat <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. Nice. I, uh, I I still stand by. That is a incredibly difficult game. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm excited dude, to try last, that out. Dude, I'm excited for you to play it. Like, when I got to the, the final boss, that, that fight is just super intense. Nice. 
that gives us a goal too because i want to do that for my next let's play and then also i'm going to pick it up around black friday so that means that we need to finish legend of dragoon by then yeah we might need to start doing uh two two recordings a week yeah or well yeah well let's see how many does what we got one two Oh, yeah, because that's not too much longer coming. November's coming right up on, isn't it? Yeah, we got like a month and a half. Yeah. Uh, got a little bit of time on Final Fantasy this week. One of my nice. one of my Hellboys started playing, so been helping him get through some content. He's making yeah, level I... 60. He started, what, Monday? Yeah, yeah, I just crafted him uh, some level 60 swords and got him some level 60 gear. Very nice. Uh, other than that, haven't played much else. Uh, Guilty Gear. I, I do that every Wednesday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Facebook.com slash Gaming and everything else in the comments and description. And have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Good night. Johnny.